This is the Sermon Podcast for Christ Lutheran Church in Duncannon, Pennsylvania. You can find us online at clcduncannon.org. The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 24th chapter. Now on that same day when Jesus had appeared to Mary Magdalene, two disciples were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem, talking with each other about all of these things that had happened. While they were talking and discussing, Jesus himself came near and went with him. But their eyes were kept from recognizing him. And he said to them, what are you discussing with each other while you walk along? They stood still looking sad. Then one of them, whose name was Cleopas, answered him, Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem who does not know the things that have taken place there in these days? He asked them, What things? They replied, The things about Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet mighty in deed and word before God and all the people, and how our chief priests and leaders handed him over to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. Yes, and besides all this, it is now the third day since these things took place. Moreover, some women of our group astounded us. They were at the tomb early this morning, and when they did not find his body there, they came back and told us that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. Some of those who were with us even went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but they did not see him. Then he said to them, Oh, how foolish you are, and how slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have declared. Was it not necessary that the Messiah should suffer these things and then enter into his glory? Then, beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them the things about himself in all the scriptures. As they came near the village to which they were going, he walked ahead as if he were going on. But they urged him strongly, saying, Stay with us, because it is almost evening, and the day is now nearly over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he vanished from their sight. They said to each other, were not our hearts burning within us while he was talking to us on the road, while he was opening the scriptures to us? That same hour they got up and returned to Jerusalem, and they found the eleven and their companions gathered together. They were saying, the Lord has risen indeed, and he has appeared to Simon. Then they told what had happened on the road, and how he had been made known to them in the breaking of the bread. The Gospel of the Lord. Grace and peace to you, brothers and sisters, from God our Father and the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. A mom, a dad, and their two teenage children sit at a restaurant together for dinner. From a distance, they appear to be looking towards each other, but the table is quiet upon closer inspection. They're each on their own device, engulfed in the glowing screens. 
A man doesn't take the time to talk to his new neighbor. He hears him speaking in Spanish and assumes he doesn't know any English. He's worked with a Mexican man before, and he figures they're the same. A woman is invited to go to a dinner at a church with her friend. She's not sure she'll know anyone else there or if anyone else will take the time to talk to her. So she politely declines, choosing instead to stay home in her apartment. Three days after Jesus was put to death on the cross, two of his disciples were walking from Jerusalem to Emmaus, town seven miles apart. They had their heads bowed down in sorrow, grieving their eyes were blurred. They couldn't see things clearly, and they didn't notice who was right next to them. Back in Jerusalem, they knew that two women had gone to the tomb and had found it empty. Other disciples found the tomb this way as well, with no one in it. But as the disciples walked along, their heads were hung in sadness. The one they hoped would redeem Israel was put to death. And to all accounts, it left them alone and isolated, blind and bitterly disappointed. We are often blinded to the people right next to us. We don't notice each other. Maybe we don't want to notice. Maybe we don't want to invest. Maybe we're too busy with our own problems. Or maybe we can't really see the people next to us for who they are because we're too busy making them in our own image, not taking them for who God created them to be. Our society is plagued by loneliness and division. It's like a disease silently hurting us as individuals and as a community. While the disciples were talking, Jesus himself came near to them and went with them. They didn't recognize who it was. But Jesus asked them, what are you talking about? He wanted to know the content of their conversation. God was entering into their lives yet again in a new, unexpected, and surprising way. This time, God was joining them as the risen Christ, the one who had been condemned to death and crucified, the one whom God had raised triumphantly from the dead. In the middle of their sorrow and struggle, in the midst of their pain and grief, Jesus walked in. Jesus joined with them. He came up and journeyed alongside of them. Planted here in Duncannon, we are starting to see more and more people who are going on a walk, a really long one on the Appalachian Trail. But we don't have to be hiking the AT to identify with the experience of being on a journey. All of us in our lives of faith, in our various seasons of life, we are on a walk as well. And Jesus joins us on our journey too, just as he walked alongside the disciples on the way to Emmaus. In the midst of our isolation and loneliness, In the midst of our grief and sorrow, Jesus comes alongside of us and walks with us. Jesus joins us on our journey. My roommate in college hung a poster in our room that read, Do not walk behind me, I may not lead. Do not walk in front of me, I may not follow. Walk beside me and be my friend. This is what Jesus did. 
Jesus is in front of us, leading us. We are his disciples, his followers. And the Holy Spirit is behind us, encouraging, strengthening, and supporting us. But God is also right next to us. The risen Christ is walking alongside of us on our journeys. As Jesus walked with his disciples, he slowly gave them understanding for what they had heard, for what they had experienced. He interpreted the Bible and life for them. And then Jesus broke bread with them. They ate together. And as they did, the disciples' eyes were opened. This was the Lamb of God. As Jesus joins us in our lives, exactly where we are, he drives us to walk alongside of each other on their journeys. The Evangelical Lutheran Church in America, the denomination of which we are a part, says this to describe the model of ministry we engage in. Walking and working together, we seek to accompany our companions. Accompaniment is defined as walking together in a solidarity that practices interdependence and mutuality. The ELCA lives out accompaniment in relationships with global companions, striving to share God's love and participate in God's mission together. We here at Christ Lutheran Church walk alongside of each other in so many ways. This past week, an injured hiker came to the church looking for help. A church member drove him to the hospital to see a doctor, and then they shared a meal together. Pastor Jay is struggling with his cancer, and church members have been driving him to Hershey for his appointments. Donald's been in the hospital, and church members call and visit. Jesus pulls our heads up when we're blinded to our neighbors. Jesus shows us who is right next to us. God's desire is that we be found together in community, sharing about our days over dinner, talking to our Mexican neighbor, stepping out courageously to try something new. God holds us in community, and God's desire for us is it to be in connection with one another. With Christ beside us, let us walk together in faith, with heads up, eyes open, and hearts attuned to love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.